0: So apparently, too, there's like a 25 year anniversary um, recording, uh, or not recording, but interview on the Linux Journal with uh, Linus, and then like immediately above it, I see like some some the future of Linux article by Brian Lunduk. and it's just like him talking to kids with like the writing is poor too, like not I don't nothing on the kids but, like how it's just written like there I don't think they're following any sort of style guide. It just seems like something you would write on you know like your first WordPress blog. And it was. I was just like, uh, I. Mm, mm, mm.
1: <laughs> did, did, did I did I strike a hot button? I I I don't like Brian Lindo because that's that's the hot button thing. It's not. It's I mean, not but
0: a, that's like. I don't think most. I don't think anyone really likes them outside of like um, white dudes who are in open source.
1: Yeah, some people who add me like. Sometimes, like, they occasionally at me, like, sometimes, like, the one time, like, 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 on Friday or whatever, like, I was like, is this, like, Spotify was, like, some parts of Spotify were down. So I was like, is it just down for me or is it, uh, up for, uh, and then this, like, guy from, like, org, obviously, uh, apparently, i uh, was like, Hey, I, I self-host my own streaming. So I'm like, how is that relevant? How is that even, like, why would you tell that? Why would you say that?
0: what you don't you don't want to spread the good word of open source you don't want to assume that we don't know about open source I oh my those are my favorite my favorite ones and and when you get mad at them and they're like i was just trying to help and i'm like i the how is that you, helping That's how, like, how is it helpful clearly to like, like i've i've literally before posted been like okay i need an app that does this and someone's like you could use x but how about this open source option that doesn't do x It doesn't do the thing you asked for. And then I'm like, well, then that's cool and all, but it doesn't do the thing I asked for. So why are you making a suggestion? And they're like, well, I just wanted to help by providing the open source option. But I'm like, Beto, it doesn't do the thing I asked for. (laughs) Like how is that a suggestion that's going to help anyone
1: all right all right let's, let's, oh let's, my god
0: I, i'm happy i'm happy i recorded this too because yeah, this same, is going uh, in the pod oh this my god this is, like, this is like it's like you
1: know that podcast like uh, i know some podcasts like do like a little like clip of like some funny shit like before the podcast starts
0: exactly right. exactly okay. for, for everyone listening the intro music will start now <laughs>
1: I'm Sadek. And I'm Christian. And this is episode ninety of Shades of Brown. Um and then we return after I guess I guess a week's break. Uh there was not not much to talk about last week. Well it's uh, like
0: it's it's always it's not like there's not a lot to talk about. I feel like we should do some inside baseball here of like how we pick topics because because there's always something going on each week, right? But I think we've talked about it before since this is more of like a global show. So like getting really into like US politics as it relates to like tech specifically, I don't think it's something that's worth it for this specific show and in terms of like just going around and picking topics. After a certain point, I don't think Anyone wants to hear or talk about, you know, um the latest LG Thing phone?
1: <laughs> or net neutrality for like the billionth time. Like I I don't know. Like I can talk about net neutrality, but yeah.
0: And there's like a lot of speculative stuff, right? Because I think we talked about it before, right? Like um the Apple Qualcomm um, lawsuits are starting to heat up. There's actual like hearings happening next week. But like how many times can you speculate about one thing?
1: Yes, exactly. Like it's 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 more about like is, is there anything you want to talk about? Like that's yeah, like that's that's the that's usually the go-to. Like if if there are topics that are like not worth talking about, like there's no podcast, like that's not happening. So let's start. Uh we have some uh this is I guess browser news, so we can we can start with that. Uh very exciting stuff. Uh Microsoft Edge with Chromium, uh as its, I guess, engine of choice uh goes like available as like a preview program.
0: Yep. So it is now available on um, these are the initial builds of the Chromium-based edge or edge-based Chromium. And I actually I replaced it with Chrome at my office um for the for the computer I have over there at work because it works if so um, our setup basically it's like a regular tech support position, right? So a lot of stuff doing in like Salesforce, Zendesk, you know, most of it's just b- browser based. And um, for better or worse, uh, Salesforce and Zendesk and all of those apps tend to work only best in Chrome. And the issue with Chrome on Windows, of course, is that it's Chrome on Windows is a RAM hog and also just not a native-ish feeling app. And a lot of the work Microsoft has done in this initial build has been to a you know, test the engine, you know, with the with an edge sort of um UI shell, but also begin integrating it into Windows more so it feels like a native app. And what what specifically scrolling is my big thing here. Um there has been less like, you know you like you're randomly using Chrome sometimes and it just hangs. Like it just like randomly hangs, right? Or like the scrolling clips, or just like feels like not as responsive. You know
1: that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened in a long time. Like, I, like I don't know if I think it used to happen like a few years ago. Like, well, we'll, we'll,
0: we'll think about how much how much computing power your computer has, right? Yeah, I'm working true. off of an office computer of like 12 gigs of RAM. You're 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 on your um <laughs> ROG Republic <of> Gamers um <laughs> computer with RGB enhanced RAM. So like if anything was the hang or like skip on that. That's just straight up bad optimization, right? It's not poorly optimized. Like at that point, you're actively writing bad code. If you're having that problem on a computer, that, yeah, that's per, that true. Powerful. That's
1: that's that's facts. Yeah. Uh, so like, so I know like people are like, oh my god, uh, like Microsoft Edge abandoned their own uh, own engine and decided to go like Chromium. And like, is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is this a bad thing for the web? Uh, and like it's it's a bad thing for the web, but it, is it a bad thing for users? Like is 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 it bad that it is like gonna gonna be using all of Chrome's Chromium's like good like powerful browser engine that has you know like it's, it's actually a good browser engine. Uh, I mean,
0: this has all the Google stuff stripped out. So, like all it, all of the Google services have been stripped out. Like, there's an image on Twitter. Uh, I think that walking cat posted, which will totally be the the title um, image for this uh, chapter. And it's it's like 50 plus Google services were stripped out of Chromium for this Edge build. So, I don't I don't actually think that's a bad thing, right? Like, it's the base it's the base Chrome engine sure, which homogenizes the web. But at the same time, was anyone actually building for Edge anyways? Like I don't think so, right? And that's that's the problem. And people, advocates say that they want multiple web browsers, which is something I agree with. You want multiple web browsers, you want multiple rendering engines. because it, it makes a diverse web ecosystem. However, if web developers don't build for multiple web engines, then what's the point of having multiple web engines if you only need to, if you still have to have Chrome installed on top of your regular browser to get to like use a website, anyways?
1: So right now we have this. We have. Uh... Like, I would imagine, like, they're, they're stripping Google services from it, but I would imagine at, at some point later in the dev, dev cycle, uh, they're going to add, like, Microsoft cloud features, like, right sync now it already and, has
0: sync. It has sync with your Microsoft okay. account. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. So sync, like, you know, uh, sync with OneDrive, like you save files to OneDrive or whatever, like, you know, stuff like that is going to come in. Uh, so what are we looking at? Like, how, uh, like, how long before we see this build of Edge in, in Windows 10, do you think?
0: I would give uh, it under a year for the fact of, right? You have to get feature parity of Edge because this doesn't have the inking stuff, right? It doesn't have any of the Cortana yeah, integration true. at the moment. True. So yeah. they, they likely need to re-add all that and at least get it to feature parity before adding it back, which is fine because as a base browser, it's stable. It's based off of the dev channel of Chrome. Um, they're having a beta channel shipping out pretty soon. But I, I would assume Microsoft wants to at least get this to be like, you know, feature feature-wise uh, a parity like re- before making it stable, before making it replace it, and I, as well on top of on top of Edge, you have to think of, well, about uh, PWAs and uh, and Electron apps because oh yeah
1: because for the <laughs> Windows build
0: of Electron, it past a certain point Microsoft owns Electron now, so they it, it would make sense for them honestly to sh- to switch to this in Windows, especially if a core of what a lot of what they're doing for the base rendering engine is integrating it into Windows better, right? So like it natively has like that bouncy scrolling that windows has it, it can it can like you know render native windows like ui components if you have a button on screen or whatever quicker to make big apps look better so i i don't I, I would imagine there's probably like phase one and phase two of this right where phase one is let's get the consumer browser out make it you know available on mac os ios android you know um windows obviously get that going make it have good touch support um Get get it to you know, feature parity of Edge. And then part two, which likely is a longer play, so is to make this be the base um, engine for PWAs and Electron. Because I, I, I think at this point, Microsoft has just kind of given up on any sort of like native technology and has decided to go with web apps. And I, I mean, if truthfully, truthfully, as much as it's going to pain me and as much as it's going to make people in my inbox get mad at me, like, if if web apps are are built native are na- integrated well enough i should say into the into your os that they run at a only slight performance penalty to a native app is that such a bad thing and if you can um and and if you build a web app and without have without styling the controls you get native looking controls anyways like is that really a bad thing yeah
1: like is, is it like from like it's it's also like a thing like it, is is, is it like is it fine for the like people who use these applications, like, is it that I think the biggest thing with electron is that it is, it is not only like slightly expensive. It is very expensive because like it uses like so much more like RAM, right? And RAM is usually the biggest, uh, biggest like culprit. I think that, that the reason why electron is, is not liked. Uh, in certain circles uh, is that it it uses so much RAM.
0: Well, I would say CPU resources too, right? Because instead of adding one sub-process to the browser, right, you're adding a brand new instance of that rendering engine. Whereas if Microsoft, you know, builds this the way that I'm imagining they would, it would just be a sub-process, right, for each, new Electron application and a bigger, you know, sandbox web environment versus, versus, right, you spinning up a brand new instance of the Chromium uh, engine each time. And
1: and that way you could... you could be also be better with security updates because once you update the the base uh like you update Cro- like the chromium base you update essentially every app like if it, the problem with, another problem with electron apps is that if they all use as you said like its own instance and the developer of the electron app has to keep make sure that they keep their like base chromium like electron like thing i don't even know what it's called but like you have to keep that updated, right? With with the latest security updates. Like
0: well, especially on the server side as well, too, because please remember, right? Electron, if I remember correctly, if only I've never built my own Electron app, because I love myself. Um but I'm pretty sure it's Chromium on the base. You spin up a node.js server that's running locally that hosts that that serves the app. So it's like that that's why it's that's why it's a weird hack. But um, with, with that, right, Microsoft could also have Node.js be like a system library, right? Or whatever the server is, be a system library to serve up those Electron apps. And essentially pull it out of the bundle, right? Where, like, it's still technically bundled, but you're relying on a global system library, right? That's updated with the OS and can be secure, more secure versus, in a, a, like, a, a containerized version of the whole package.
1: Right, right. So, like, each each developer having, like, their own, like, different Chromium versions, like, not keeping those up to date. Uh, or whatever, like that's, that's the thing. Uh, we'll see, I suppose. Uh, I mean, Electron, I don't want to bring back the Electron discourse because, like, every time it happens, people get very, very angry, uh, very fast. Uh, so let's, let's talk about something else that makes people angry. I think that's, uh, it's, 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 uh, iTunes, I guess. Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna talk about mm, rumors. This, this time it's rumors. Uh, next uh major macOS version will have uh standalone music podcasts tvs ad book apps right so like essentially itunes is gonna get like split up into multiple like new apps right uh the core functions of uh, itunes will get split uh and like this is this by itself, like, you know, like a lot of people have been talking about this for a long time. Like, you know, iTunes is like a big hunking giant of an application. Like it does all these all these things. Uh it has been like getting like feature creep for for a long ass time. Like uh the it's it's arguably like a good thing that iTunes is getting, you know, like redone into into something more modern that feels more uh in tune with with modern mac os like uh, itunes is a lot of weird hacks because it was like adopted from some other application right like song something uh song cake yeah, and like like a lot of weird ui decisions in in itunes and whatnot like it's, it's not it's not the greatest but but also at the same time right uh like what's what sort of application are we gonna get? Like, is it gonna be like the crappy I- iOS music app? Is that is that what we're gonna get on on uh, on macOS? Oh, that absolutely,
0: that? absolutely. Oh so my God. here's here's the thing, the thing that's strange about this is that in Windows, while Microsoft's been trying to push for a unified app platform, they Windows users. Have, are cranky enough in a good way that they have stopped sort of the the simplification of of feature complexity um coming into windows cuz windows still has like those apps that are made for a wimp even if it's win 32 right there's still like you could still get a music player that lets you do also you know, like, f- f- footbar of-
1: 2000 footbar 2000 is is the shit like it's 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 amazing it has it has all these components it has uh, customizable ui it has you can do tables you can do visualizations you can do all sorts of shit like it's the ultimate power user application uh and windows has that like windows has had that for a long time
0: yeah and, when, and on mac os it's a little different since most people tend to just use the first party apple apps and apple and if apple you know wants to put a new version of a music app in there that only plays music and doesn't do like this very specific kind of library management that or, or have like some features that can be seen as niche, but like are sort of the the fun stuff that people like using desktop computers for, right? For that kind of complexity you get with it, it it's it creates a weird place because if if we go to a world right where where the where, where Mac OS is just literally running, um, you know, iPad, yeah, iOS apps like the iPad versions of them, you you lose out on functionality objectively. You like you objectively are able to do less of your system than you were before you updated it. And I don't know if Apple will ever add that to it because if you're using one unified code base, that means you then have to provide the same complexity in some form of a UI that'll work on the phone as well, since they're not doing different builds of these apps. Right. And it can work. I don't think they want to put in the effort to make it work because they have this vision of it being like the sort of stateless, super simplified um centralized, you know, computing paradigm where everything in quotes just works, but that's not how people work because sometimes you want to like have a really weird split view of your library that makes sense to no one but you, but you like it because that's how you fuck with around with your computer. And like that's how you like things. And and that sort of tinkering is not something you ever get out of Apple platforms. And I think macOS had it by necessity when it first was, you know, came out since it was like there wasn't enough there wasn't enough I wouldn't say knowledge, but maybe like understanding of what features needed can be streamlined for end users versus what can't. So you kind of have to pr- build an environment where users can can tinker around just a little bit since the since you, you're not aware of how people are going to use it yet. But now that macOS is a older platform and iOS has been around for so long, Apple can sort of be like, well, we see that no one uses this one song view. So what's the point of even having it? But then, of course, right? the people who use that song view or the people who modify that song view to make it a little modular, right. And have like their own custom view of their library, no longer have access to that. And it's, it's like it's it's like the reason people still like desktop Linux, right? People still like desktop Linux. At the end of the day, if you want to install a new panel, you know, top bar, or you want to have a dock instead of the app switcher in GNOME Shell, or if you want to use a different file manager, you can. And those macOS has that bit of modularity just because of how. How Unix, like it was originally created as, whereas iOS has always been built to be, you know, like the, just, just the, the, the top 10 features people will use on it <laughs> the Mac. the top it 10. Happened. Yeah, it's,
1: it's the top 10 feature list. Uh, and like, that's something like, uh, on ATP this week, like the, the phrase that I like to, like, they mentioned was like, grad, like the, the gradual, uh, like the gradual increase in complexity, like the, like, for example, like, uh, keyboard short, shortcuts, like, uh power users love keyboard shortcuts because you know you can just do everything with the keyboard you do not you don't have to like you know uh take your hands off it uh and like but like for for users that don't use like, are not power users like they don't have to use the shortcuts they can like they can, they're still presented in the UI like in, in macOS like the the, sh- the keyboard shortcut is like to the right of the of the menu option right and it's presented But you don't have to use it, and but you might use it. Like some, oh, you can take a look at it and say, "Oh, that that would be useful to me," and I can use that feature, and and I can you know get more out of this application. Like I can do work faster. But uh, with with this this paradigm of like iOS, where it's like basically you remove all complexity, so you remove the possibility. Of, of like a non-power user gaining some sort of like, like increased competence with the application because you have simplified the application. Like it's so shallow that you don't, you don't have like, like a growth in, in knowledge and like an increase in like competence, right? It's, it's just, it's just this like stable, like it's sort of like this, like, like this, like this straight line of like you, you learning to use the application, but that's basically all there is to the application.
0: Uh, And, and on top of that too, I would say that I think the, the more, more, maybe like the older I get, the more I realize that power users aren't like a distinct class. I think that, I think that was, I think that was like maybe something that when like me and you were like younger, that we like, we're always like, oh, there's normies and then there's these power users, right? Like us who, who can use the terminal or who writes, who writes six scripts and stuff. But when you think about it, I think everyone's a power user, but for different features. Like there are some advanced features that e- like each individual person uses differently, right? Like some people maybe never dip into a terminal. Others do. So there's there's some features in iTunes. There's some features in like, gmail that i will never use but you have people who aren't like not even like programmers right but just people who just use gmail for work or for their personal use right and they like have ten thousand labels and that's considered a power user feature right of doing like burly uh, Boolean like operations or, or search qualifiers right to to filter your inbox but they're not programmers so th- are they power users in a way they are right and it's not like it's not a distinct class
1: yeah i, th- I think i think the pro- like sort of like the design philosophy at apple is that like uh like Apple has the 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 reason a lot of like Mac the, the reason the Mac is is popular is that it, it has this like balance like of uh like having the like the easy usability of of the Mac and also having the the advanced sort of uh like or even like like. M- like medium medium level like power use quote unquote power user features that you know like you could sort of slowly get to learn, and like like Apple has always been good at that balance right like it, it's like uh it's like there's they, they have that stable o s with 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 the good functions and like they also have like the like the hardcore stuff like uh like smart playlists in iTunes like smart playlists uh are one of those things like you know i I don't think you need the programmer to find that useful right like you could just be a person who listens to a lot of music uh and you just want to like you know uh say find all music like between these years but also only in these genres right or, or something like that right like you could do that you could do that with smart playlists uh like that's that's not a that's not a quote unquote power user feature. Even though it seems like it's like uh, like maybe like only like ten percent of your user base ever uses that. Like it's not a power user feature. Uh, so I think that's the distinction. Like Apple just wants to make this one baseline for everybody. Include like they, they don't they don't want to they want to remove the distinction between uh, like iOS. Paradigms and the macOS, like they just want to remove it altogether, and that's what Marzipan is. I think that's just uh, like the progression of that.
0: Which, which, uh, mind you, isn't a bad thing inherently, but but they're not willing to bring any sort of advanced features to iOS in the way that they have them on the Mac, right? Like if they like, even if it was clunky to use, right? Like obviously we don't need to go full tasker, but if they, if they enabled, if they introduce complexity into their UIs on iOS, I don't think that'd be a bad thing. At least like, obviously of course it'd be like under like an advanced menu or something. Right. But giving users the ability to go in there and tinker around with their systems to get them, you know, working the way that they want to is like just another way that you like empower users to better use their computers.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. So that's sort of like the, so in a way, like, a lot of people have been asking for new like a new redesigned iTunes for a long time and we got we're probably getting it, but it's it's not the way we wanted it, I think. I think it's it's gonna be something uh something like we we'll look back on it and we'd we'll be like, wait a minute. Uh I I liked the smart playlist. Please give me my smart playlists. Uh well
0: basically it's like I, I what was a similar product like this? It's not even like in the Apple space. I would say like when the switch from like say when Google tried to get everyone on an inbox and people and people are going to get mad at me. Um, please please at, don't at me if you are very fan of inbox. But as far as I remember, inbox never had any of the advanced labeling stuff that Gmail did.
1: No, it, it basically removed like it removed this into its like it, it, it essentially substituted it all, its whole. Its whole paradigm of like, uh, what is it like? How inbox works? Like you have like this queue, right? It's like it like sorts oh, yeah, everything yeah. for you. Yeah, it's like, like automatically it sorting it. it. Yeah, or, yeah.
0: or I think another version of this is when Microsoft tried making UWP apps of Office, and it was just like. Turns out people really like that the complexity in Excel and other apps, right? And even it, it's not that. And it's not that one person's ever gonna use hundred percent of this app, but it's that everyone's going to use a different sixty-five percent of the application, <laughs> yeah, right? Basically,
1: yeah. It's like it's like not every Excel user needs pivot tables or like advanced formulas and like graphs and like whatever that whatever else Excel does, but it's like there's always that like uh, like a percentage of users that are you're gonna use a lot of like those niche, so you consider niche features, uh, especially for uh, yeah yeah and
0: everyone at least that like once is gonna dip into one of those features for something they're doing without even realizing it because they like you know you just find a way online you're like Google like oh how does this work and then like you see oh you click this system. and that turns out it's technically an advanced feature but it's still there to benefit someone who might be less technical
1: yeah yeah. Yeah. so that's that's i think our like that topic i think is we know like it's not like this is still all All of these are rumors so every, every i think we discuss with this is up for change uh i guess in when 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 the, when is the next macOS version going to come out then it's going to be like, in
0: this fall so okay. wwdc will likely know for sure yeah. um if this yeah. is happening or not
1: yeah i suppose uh, so let's let's move on to another OS uh this time it is the Android Q beta the second one uh so we have some UI changes right like this is still beta uh
0: but we have bubbles now we have we have bubbles around the the OS so basically um <laughs> chat heads on Facebook Messenger are this feature where a floating picture of a person's face will be on the screen. You can just toss it around. And if you tap on it, it'll bring up a chat window. And Google is now making this more of a system feature with Android Q where any notification, um ideally, you know, chat apps, email is probably like the main use of it, but any notification can be put into a bubble. And you can do all the same features that you can do in the notification menu that you can do with this bubble. And of course you could just toss it when you're done. Um, and I think this is genuinely a good u i paradigm like I think in general, phones need more of a um a window manager like and and this is and and I think this sort of like floating panel um interface well obviously i think i think when it comes to a phone having like the having like a desktop environment with you know draggable windows doesn't make sense, but I think this. Plus, having like tileable uh, a tiling window manager would actually be beneficial, especially now that phone screens are you know reaching six, seven inches.
1: Yeah, so the tiling window manager idea is actually smart because like, like uh, you could like have these fixed width, fixed length uh, windows and you can manage them like how Samsung is like when Samsung first introduced uh, multitask, yeah, yeah on, on the notes. yeah, on the note, like they did that right. Uh, like at the time, it was, you know, very rough because like it was obviously Samsung like trying something. Uh, but now like, you know, you can actually sort of you can actually do that in Android. Right. Uh, and like make that actually be native and like look good. Uh, chat heads. I, I don't know. Like I, I've never used chat heads. I think I, I think it's because I don't use Facebook Messenger.
0: You remember Link Bubble?
1: Uh, Oh
0: yeah, I remember similar link. concept.
1: Oh, oh that the link bubble was a, uh, was a
0: was a web browser where it was never meant to be a primary web browser, but it would be if you open a link on like Twitter or whatever, it just opens a bubble that you can you can visit the web page at any time. So, like I was saying, like that's basically a form of window management, and it's really good.
1: Mm. Yeah, you know, it. it I think it, it works well for especially for messaging. I think it's, it's actually very clever that you do that. Uh, what else uh, you can is that like, there is also like a uh, notification, like music notifications are getting like, uh, Seek bars. See- that work <laughs> like that's not like, you know, like that's not like a massive, like, you know, like massive, like, you know, big, huge feature. But I think that's like, a, like a neat feature as a, uh, what else? The icon changes,
0: uh, once again, notifications are still putting iOS to shame
1: yeah yeah notifications are still much much better and they keep getting better
0: uh and they're still and they're working on their gesture navigation um to likely to likely come to a place where they literally just copy ios's because ios's gesture navigation is the best one
1: actually yeah like just do that just like make it like make it like the ios navigation i think the ios gesture navigation is is pretty good so um it's it's still like a bit finicky especially on larger screens on iOS but that's not a problem on on Android because you know Android tablets nobody buys them so it's fine uh like like they they changed it to more like they already changed it to look more like an iPhone right Like, it's like you swipe up from the bottom right and it like goes into uh the okay
0: what else is there
1: anything else that there is significant or we... well
0: but big big news um screenshots no longer have a have a notch photoshopped into them
1: why was that even a thing why would you why would he put the notch in there like why was that something that they thought was a good idea
0: <laughs> yeah i I do not know that's that's a beautiful question none of us have the answer to. yeah
1: like why do notches exist like uh, why uh <laughs> I mean, a lot of questions uh but yeah, so that, I mean, this is beta two. So we are still far away. We are, this is April. So there's going to be two more betas, right? So June, May and June is going to have two more betas. Oh, actually there's going to be six betas, uh May, June. And then in in quarter three, there's going to be two more betas. Uh, and final release is gonna be when, like, when does Google release these? October-ish. So it's still, still, still a ways to go. I I suppose a lot of this stuff is gonna change, especially like the gesture navigation and the bubbles. Uh, so that's uh, Android Q. We have, we have more Google News. And this time it's not good. It's, it's, it's bad, actually. It's, it's terrible. Uh, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's the, it's a new feature. Uh, of computing is Google patches ads into Android TV home screens without warning. <sighs> so, um, so like, like several uh, like people like on XDA reported that the like like some uh, Android TV device, like, you know, Sony smart TV, Xiaomi, Mi Box and, and NVIDIA shield of all things uh, got updated uh to the latest version of android tv and started showing ads like just just straight up ads in the, in the home screen like why 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 is this like a thing i mean I, I get it google is an ad company like i i get that but it's like well why would you just decide like it's 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 uh it's a good good feature the As. worst thing
0: too is that everyone does it. Um, the PS4 will have ads on it. The Xbox One has ads on it. Um, the Switch, in fact, does not have ads. I believe the Nintendo Switch does not. Um, what um, Roku's have ads on them? Vizio Smart TV platform has ads on it. I think LG's webOS with the bean with the bean uh, bean bird that has ads on it. Um, Apple TV not 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 as yet, but when Apple's TV services launch, you bet there's going to be ads on it. I would I would not be surprised, and I feel like in general, like the 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 theory behind this is that if you advertise your televisions, you can then subsidize them and make them cheaper. What at the same time there should be an option to disable them. Like if you tell me, like, listen, we're gonna make, we're gonna sell you this TV, um, that's closer to what we make, like, you know, how much it costs to produce it, just so we can, we'll put ads on it, so we can actually make some revenue to continue making TVs. Fine, whatever, fuck capitalism. But you know what, I get it, makes sense. But Google does not make these TVs, and. Like that argument is moot, right? Like Microsoft likely has ads on it just so they can make the price of the uh, price of the Xbox cheaper. Ditto for Sony. Like that's likely why they're doing it. But at the same time, like Google doesn't have that argument as Google doesn't manufacture any of the hardware themselves.
1: Like, like the the whole aspect of like this this being like an update and like now you have like a sponsored channel. Like, and and I think the, the, one of the other things is like, one of these is the NVIDIA, NVIDIA shield TV, which is like, what, like $300. Like, it's it, like 370, I think. Yeah. Like that is not a cheap device. Like you, ex- you when you buy that, you expect, to it to I don't not have ads at least in the in the in the basic UI of it like in the basic Android UI of it like you don't expect it's it's like if it's like if Google just suddenly started putting ads in your Android home screen right imagine it, like you have like a widget on the Android home screen and one day it's just suddenly an ad
0: oh like, imagine um the Google Assistant has just paid placement posts oh God Jesus Christ. You know it's gonna happen too. Oh
1: God, it's gonna happen. You know, like it's 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 hot. like it's hot. It's gonna happen. Like this. Like we say. I mean, well,
0: actually, there are ads in Gmail on Android. Remember? Oh, yeah. Gmail I forgot, I I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. You know, your like your dope amp ads in Gmail. <sighs>
1: That's that's a statement. He just like dope and amp and the same sentence and adds. Oh god, that's, that's you know like,
0: too. I think do we ever talk about it? This is total sidetrack, but um Microsoft is previewing amp for Outlook.
1: Why? Why? So why? that means
0: the two most popular email services in the world will be supporting amp, <sighs> which means it will now become a standard. Oh, no. Fastmail is going to have to add amp too.
1: Oh no! Please, please, Fastly. Like I don't even know what I'm going to do. If are you going to start
0: rolling your own email server? I are, I, you, are you going to become the Linux user to. of your like, heart? I,
1: like the the whole reason I went with Fastly is because I, I didn't want to like have to take the hassle of like maintaining my own server. But like, ah,
0: Jesus. Okay. How far will you go to avoid AMP?
1: I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> like, it hasn't. It hasn't. Like it hasn't infiltrated into my own like little bubble yet. Oh, but it's oh like,
0: you know for a fact too. Eugene's just sitting there thinking to himself. One of these days, we'll add AMP. Actually, I don't know if he will. will has he actually? No, has it been. A, has I don't think said anything about AMP.
1: No, I don't think he has said. But it doesn't make sense for Mastodon. I don't like. I don't think AMP adds anything there. Like I, don't I think mean, does
0: AMP add anything to email? <laughs>
1: No, it does not. But like, <laughs> like they're, it's, they're using it as a, like a side channel to like, like force their, like force traffic onto like their quote unquote faster.
0: Think of it like this, though. Um, with AMP and Mastodon, instead of links um being opened in a new web browser tab, there can be a container inside Mastodon that links open, in, therefore ensuring users spend more time on the platform oh, as the content's god, more sticky.
1: Oh my god, that's that's actually like. <laughs> that's you no, like that's the reason like i like one of the reasons mastodon is like cause, like i use it a lot is intrinsically it doesn't like like bother me about like you know if i if i just like close the tab for a day like and i don't visit it it's not going to be like hey uh, you you haven't visited your mastodon instance today why don't you try come in and uh, making a post. Like it, they don't say that. Like that that's the whole like intrinsic value of it. Like I come back for the intrinsic value offered by the social network itself, not by the social network bothering me, right? Uh you know, uh stuff like that. Uh what what is there anything else to say about this other than it's bad? Like it's it's just garbage. Like it's it's, uh, it's like the whole smart TV thing is is like I, I never want to buy a new TV ever again. Uh so that's that's that. So I guess I'm just gonna like this the, we have this old samsung tv that's not smart at all and uh, we just gotta keep that until it dies i guess uh so that's fine
0: yeah never never buy a tv again and if you do um i don't know just use a nintendo switch for everything
1: never connect it to the internet like I, I don't know like oh
0: oh absolutely if you buy a smart tv never connect that to the internet only do it for like initial firmware updates and then never never do it again
1: yeah just like just like like they like put it, plug it into the, the initial updates and just like never connect it to the wifi or the, or the internet network. Just, 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 yeah. Like, mm. All right. Let's talk about the next thing, which is just a gadget gimmick. I guess, I guess we're talking about uh, gadget gimmicks. Uh, this is the, uh, Samsung Galaxy A80, uh, which has, uh, let me just read this automated notchless slider with rotating triple camera that's the like that's the most gadget headline that you could get right like it's like you have automated you have notchless you have a slider you have a rotating triple camera setup like that's that's like max gadget
0: uh it's that good shit right there that's basically that's
1: that's like the stuff they po- used to post on Engadget, right? This is the stuff they used to like read on Engadget to be like, "Holy shit, that's cool!" Uh, but you know, this is gonna like this is gonna break, right? Like, this is not gonna like if you buy this, like, uh, where, did, where where are they even gonna sell these? Like? It's it's. I don't think it's gonna come to like the states, right? I don't think. Uh, Gats- They're likely
0: unlocked. Likely unlocked. Maybe yeah. Maybe I would unlocked. imagine this might be more for like India and maybe Europe.
1: Yeah, maybe like if you buy this, like. um... I don't know what you're gonna do like make sure you just like don't drop it ever because I feel like the the whole electromechanical mechanism is gonna like break at the slightest like
0: if it's uh, electromechanical will magnets fuck this up
1: I don't know I'm not actually I don't know if it'll magnets will fuck this up I don't know uh, but it depends on how it's, it's, it's all designed, I suppose. Like I suppose uh, when iFixit gets it, I I, I want to see a, like iFixit teardown of this. Like I want to see how the mechanism like is put together. Like I want to I want to see how well, that works.
0: Imagine imagine this, right? Like so, the camera half flips, can't flip the entire way because the mechanism breaks, but it can't close either because the camera is no longer flush. Oh So my it's God. just sort of
1: like oh my god that's that's like the worst like it's like those nightmares of slider phones right like you know slider phones like
0: you like the sidekick and, and, and like the lg chocolate bar phones like all oh, that shit yeah
1: yeah like i like this is like the even worse because like once it breaks you're just like fucking stuck in this weird half hell hole. uh but you know like it's it's like uh is this a good thing like is it a cool like is it actually useful like i like
0: uh, Actually so the utility in this is that you just have one camera that's really good and your selfies are going to look amazing. Like the, the the selfies on this shit are going to be popping objectively.
1: Yeah, like you're going to get like the good Samsung camera and like uh the good sensors, the good uh like the good uh the, the best like the the, mo- the most uh like, usually, like, front sensors are like lower megapixel, rate And lower quality. Uh, so like, this, the lenses are not, uh, not as good or whatever. But, like, this, you, you just get the same, same lenses and cameras. So it's like, but other than, other than that, it's, it's not like, yeah, I'm it's just a gimmick. Uh,
0: I just I just don't trust moving parts on phones. That that's like that's why I have, I have a deep mistrust of moving parts in general cuz they're going to break, but especially on a phone, especially like given how much you drop them.
1: Yep, pretty much. It's like you drop this once, I think I think it's going to be a, a fatal to to the launch. I hope not. I mean, I hope they like have some structural integrity uh, design thoughts into that. I hope so, but uh, you never know. Uh, so, though I think that's all stories. I don't think we have anything else. So, so let's wrap this up.
0: Yeah, uh, um, you know, been uh, if, actually, actually, I have a request for the listeners here. What I, get, I need some good Linux news. What's like a good Linux Linux blog? Ooh, that's, yeah, yeah. If what, any, if any of y'all have your own Linux blogs that you're writing right now, like let me know. Because yeah. Because OMG Ubuntu is never updated. Um, <laughs> I guess an uh, external, but mm, mm. Uh,
1: LWN is still around. I mean, that's like a classic
0: LWN. Like, oh my God. I forgot that. Existed. Yeah, LWN
1: is good. It's, 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 it's good shit. Like if you pay for the subscription too, it's good actually. You can get, but it's like, it's really like, like to be fair too. it's, it's a very technical like.
0: So, so you're saying that you don't want to talk about the, um, 26.2, uh, release of Emacs. <laughs> Um, so it looks like the headline feature. The headline feature includes the ability to build modules outside of the source tree. Now that's interesting.
1: See, see, see. This is the thing. I'm, I'm like now that you mentioned Emacs, I have to declare that I'm never talking about Emacs on the podcast uh, because if I do, it's going to be like like the one person who listens to our podcast who uses Emacs is going to be like, hey did you know about this cool feature well um,
0: see see everyone who listens to our podcast should know that the best cli um text <laughs> editor is jedit. <Jetted>. the gnome <laughs> the gnome text editor is the best text editor to run in your in your shell oh. and your terminal you know you just do a good old j- j- edit open slash user slash um actually no slash var slash etc slash www slash dank
1: dot txt Oh my God. You you just, you just like started like the, I don't know, the eternal debate of, of editors. So that's, that's good. Uh, so yeah, like, yeah, so Linux news, I think, like, there's LWN. I don't know what else there is really, to be honest. Uh, so, you know, add us with, uh, with, with like good, I don't know, a block, uh, uh, uh and other than that, let's wrap up. So you can find me on, on Mastodon at staticsafe at mastodon.zombaCloud.com. And Christian, where can people find you?
0: You can find me at Josephina 10 forwardsocial where I'm going almost a year strong, have not been banned.
1: <laughs> and yeah, uh, you can as always, the show notes are on two shades of brand.com, and there's also the email address, contact at two shades of brand.com. And if it and if you Send me an email with amp in it. I'm gonna be very mad. So don't do that. If you send uh,
0: if you send us an email of amp with it, you know normally normally I I I feel like weary. We don't shame or or blame on the show. But we may make fun of you if you send us uh, an email. It, Anonymously.
1: Like, we, we'll never, like, say the person's name who sent it to us, but we'll talk about it. Uh,
0: oh, because... but if I, if, I, if I know you know you, I'm going to say your name. Like, <laughs> like I, I, If it was, like, Jake who sent it to me, I'm going to say that. Oh, my God. Uh, imagine if that. If you're just, you know, ra- random person friendo, uh, no, no, of course not.
1: Yeah. All right. So th- that's of Brand for this week. Goodbye.
0: All right. Bye.